listening to Hear the Chew Bubblegum, recorded from a secret location in the city that moves mountains. Greetings. We come in peace. How's it going today, my good friend? Uh, you know, it's, um, yeah, how are you? I'm doing good. Happy 4th of July. 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. I'm excited to celebrate my independence tonight. Me too, me too. Uh, a lot different this year than it was last year. We're not wearing a mask, being forced to do that, and all that other nonsense stuff. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Do you have, do you have anything else to add? No, I'm excited. I'm ready okay. for ready for barbecues. Okay. Do you know what 30 days, uh, or no, I'm sorry, 27 days from now is? I sure do. It's the Pikeville Comic and Toy Con. Pikeville Comic and Toy Con is going to be on Saturday, July 31st at the Appalachian Wireless Arena. And for more information, you can visit their website, pikevillecomiccon.net. They also have a Facebook page or contact the East Store Comic and Tech Shop on Facebook, or you can call 606 606- Two six three four nine four six. Goose and I are going to be there. Yes, we're we going to are be walking around. We're going to be doing some shows. We're going to be interviewing some folks, and we're going to see uh, you know where the day takes us. Yes, we are. We also have a new friend in the bunker with us. Hello to pup. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. How are you? Doing good. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. And uh, hopefully, uh, pup will be. Uh, in 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 the studio with us here, very yeah. Soon. If he if it goes well, if he likes uh, just watching us and seeing what we yeah, do, we'll yeah. ho- we'll hook him up to a microphone, give him some headsets, and let him join in the the fun craziness that we call here to chew bubblegum. Definitely, and you know if Pup decides to do it, he does bring something to the table as far as being a Generation Z um, person. Okay, so, are you are you Generation Z? <clears throat> oh, okay. and so he okay. can bring a unique aspect or perspective. To the uh, perhaps to some of this UFO stuff. Well, good, good. We're going to start out with some listener email. I'll go first. Okay. Kevin says, first, let me say this isn't a joke. Do you or any of your listeners have any ideas, design picks, drawing, research, or schematics of a time machine? If so, please uh, send your de- uh, design time machine, design time travel, or machine to my email, which is kr024420 at gmail.com. Perfect. Jay from Ohio says, Hello, here to Chew Bubblegum. Have you guys ever thought about taking the show on the road? I mean, I know that you can't do it every show, but I think it would be very cool for you to do a show from uh, a few different locations. Just sharing my idea with you, Roswell. Now, I, after I read that, I thought about that, and that would be pretty cool to go to a different location. Yes. Uh, and that may be something we may do in the future. That'd be awesome. So we may go just go set up somewhere to... You know, first we'll get permission to be there, and then right. we'll set up and do the show from there. You're not going to show up to Walmart and be like, no, nah. recording from the no automotive section. No, I don't think so. Okay. Dempsey says, "Have you guys ever heard of or have any information on the Bentwaters Base UFO incident? It happened December 1980 in the United Kingdom, Roswell, my friends. Isn't that also the Rendlesham Forest?" Incident? I'm not sure. Uh, okay. I've never heard of the Bentwaters. I'll have to look but it up. But Rendell should happen in December 1980, correct? It did happen. Yes, okay. December and this is Bentwaters Base UFO incident. I think that may be the same one. It could be. I so. think Rendlesham uh, is. I don't think. I don't know. Because Rendlesham, I think. 
All right, no, no, I'll, I'll check into it, but okay. I don't think it's the same thing. Okay, so what you're saying is you don't think it is, but you'll check into it. Yes. I'm saying I think it's the same thing. You know what? You have to let us know next week. You know what? Oh, you're going to check into it right now? Sure. Well, while you do that, because I have more re- emails than you, I'll just go ahead and read this next one. Uh, let's see. T-Ron from Mississippi says, Hello, Goose and Cronkite. I've been noticing sports games are getting rigged because people are losing money than getting it back and break even. Others are not so lucky. I've seen uh, stuff develop in the future. Betting was legalized. It was popular, so they legalized it in the XFL, NFL, and CFL. Uh, made in sports stadiums to bet. NBA and NHL and MLB did not. Both idiots will pass on Biden and Trump. Harris will come in. I do not know the date. So I think he's giving us a little prediction of the future. Thank you, T-Ron from Mississippi. What is the verdict? Is it the same thing? Same. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So who is right? I don't know what Anyway, really? last no, name wait, Sloan wait, wait, says wait, wait, it's wait, been a while since I've written stop, in. Stop, I just stop. wanted to let you know that I'm still above ground and still listening to your show. I used to think that I used to think that aliens and flying saucers was hogwash, but after seeing the videos the government has released, I can say I can't say that anymore. You two knuckleheads, stay safe and enlightened. Thanks, last name Sloan. Yes. So, who is right on the Rendlesham Forest and Bentwaters? I'd say Rendlesham Forest is. Yeah, but. Who was right and said they were the same thing? Uh, I think what's his face there? Oh, pup. No, the the guy that emailed in. Okay. Yeah, no. So the Rendlesham <laughs> Forest is what's known, I guess, as the Bentwater. I've never heard it called that. I, I hadn't I've either. Never heard it called. I that. hadn't either. But you know, it been in the UK in December nineteen eighty. You know, sure. and and you've talked a lot about the Rendlesham Forest incident. I doesn't make. I mean, I, like I said, I've never heard it called that, so that doesn't make. That, Does it make you feel stupid? No. Because I, I know. Well, it should make you feel stupid. Shouldn't that make you feel stupid, pup? Pup says yes, just a little bit. Continue. Okay. Uh, my last one is a very lengthy one. It says uh, it's from uh, Michael from Kentucky. And he says, I want to take a minute and talk about the Mandela effect. If you're not familiar with this topic, the Mandela effect refers to a situation in which a large mass of people believes that an event occurred when it did not. Probably the most uh, common example of this phenomenon is the false belief that Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 1980s when, in fact, he didn't pass away until 2013. However, many recount this uh, incident as fact, recalling the news coverage of his death as well as a speech made by his uh, supposed widow. Uh, There are many examples of what is now coined as the Mandela effect. Example, Berenstein Bears versus Berenstein Bears. Looney Tunes versus Looney Tunes. Uh, the Monopoly guy with a monocle uh, or without the monocle. Jeff versus Jiffy peanut butter, etc. Uh, has anyone at Here to Chew Bubblegum experienced this? If so, what are your experience? What do you think causes this phenomenon? Uh, is it false information being pushed as truth uh, across timelines, false memories, or something else? I think it could be a combination of all those. False memories, timeline, something else. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's possible that, you know, we, we've we crossed into some kind of another dimension or mm-hmm. something, perhaps. I don't know. I mean, it, it's very strange because I always remember the Monopoly man having a monocle. Me too. Me always. Too. What so. about you, pup? I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that. You never experienced the Mandela effect? I can't recall that. Hmm. 
Stephen from the UK says, hello, Cronkite. It's your old pal, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. I'm glad to hear from you. When are you going to do another midweek show again? I've uh, got my novels ready and just waiting. Roswell. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Stephen. Stephen's a good sport. Um, I, you don't like doing a midweek show. I'm not a fan of it. Um, Why? I, I don't because know. it shows you visually. I guess. Uh, no, I, I don't really like Like, I don't. Um, the fans deserve the Cronkite eye candy, too, man. Uh, okay. Well, don't disappoint fine. them. I don't. Uh, I'll do the shows, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big fan of them. I, I, don't, I don't like being goofy, I guess, like that. Really? Yeah. You're, you're just saying that. You're just saying that. No. Yeah. Pup says he's a really goofy person. I know Pup is a goofy and, person. And I totally, totally agree with you. Cronkite is a really goofy person. No, Pup is a goofy person. No, no, he's not. Anyway, that's a, I, I don't really – me personally, I don't care for about mm-hmm. him, but I mean, that doesn't mean I won't do so, him. You were glad season one is over and we're on hiatus and we'll come back probably in October, November and, and do some more, correct? Sure. I like okay. doing the podcast. Uh, me, me, me too. That's my jam. Me too, sir. Me too. Now uh, – can you explain to this season, to, to Stephen, the seasons, how we're going to be doing them? Um, well, Stephen, we had uh, the finale of season one, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. And we'll start back probably in October, November, doing the video midweek moments. Yep. That's it. That'll be season two. Nope, I am out. Vicky from Texas says, hello, Hello, Goose, Vicky. Cronkite, Ned, Nelly, and have you heard about the termination event? It explains that something big may be about to happen on the sun. Scott McIntosh, a solar physicist at the National Center for Atmospheric Research, and it's very, very, very close to happening. Uh, if you've heard about the termination event, you're not alone. When, when oh, okay, oppositely charged bands uh, collide at the equator, they annihilate or terminate. There's no explosion. This is this is magnetism and not antimatter. Nevertheless, the termination event is a big deal. It can kickstart the next solar cycle into a higher gear. I've never heard of that. I've not either. I'm going to have to look that up. Uh, I want to thank all of our listeners for writing in. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail by calling 606-373-3396 or email. Email goose at here to chewbubblegum.com or Cronkite at here to chewbubblegum.com. Here to chewbubblegum at yahoo.com. And that's how you can uh, reach the show with any general questions or knowledge. Yes. Uh, we're going to uh, take a break and we have two co hosts coming up. I'm talking about Rebecca and Chris Short of the Short Shit Show. That's exciting. Uh, they're setting in uh, all segments with us today. Oh, yeah. So uh, Good. we're going to take this break and go to that and we'll be back in just a moment. Fresh, authentic Mexican food, you want El Picante and Cole Run. Dine on sizzling hot fajitas, the freshest pico de gallo. Or if you're craving their secret ingredient jalapeno dip, the only place you'll find it is El Picante. Look, there are Mexican restaurants on every corner. The difference is in the mouth-watering food and the great service you'll get at El Picante and Cole Run. Visit El Picante for lunch today. Are you a horror movie fan? Yeah, I dig horror movies. Are you searching for a great internet horror talk radio show to listen to? Why, sure, that sounds quite spiffy. Then you need to tune in to DeadPit.com. It's the original horror talk radio show. DeadPit is a show by the fans and for the fans. 
uncensored and unbiased opinions of their goal of the show, giving fans honest reviews on new films and vintage classics of the horror genre. Make DeadPit.com your number one horror station destination. Take a lighter look into the darker side of the world. Join Elliot, Charity, and Beagle as they jump into the dark abyss of hauntings, fables, UFOs, and beyond. The Spooky Family Podcast. You can find them where you listen to quality podcasts. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Very special episode of Here to Chew Bubblegum. I am Goose. I'm Cronkite. And with us are our very good friends, Rebecca and Chris Short. You may know uh, Rebecca Short from her TikTok and her uh, appearance on our show. Yes. Uh, she is the star of the Short Shit Show. Welcome, guys. Good to have you here. Thank you. Thank We're you. excited. By the way, an amazing... If you have not checked her show out, the Short Shit Show, it is it will it will it will blow your mind. You have to go check it out. It's amazing. I have I, I caught myself the little guy on uh, the TikTok thing that says, "Hey, you've been scrolling for too long." Actually, popped up because I was watching <laughs> all all of them. It's amazing. Uh, good, good. Now you know you and Chris do have a lot in common: planes and cars. We're not going to talk about that uh, a whole lot right now. We're actually not going to talk about it at all. That's fine. Is, is is that okay with you, Chris? And are the conspiracies around planes? But we'll we'll forget. Yeah. That. Well, what uh, Cronkite talks a lot about plane conspiracies. He doesn't. He doesn't like airplanes. No, that's, that's what we're coming I, down I, to. I did not say I did not like airplanes. You know, that's because he's the perfect size to get sucked up in the engines on some of them. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. He's aviationist. What? Hmm? Aviationist. <laughs> yep. You are. Okay. <laughs> you're an aviationist. So. Okay. You're a. It's not cool, man. It's 2021. Oh, okay. Well, you, you're going to make fun of me. I'm going to make fun of you. Go ahead. Uh, you're uh, <laughs> you got gray hairs in your beard. Thanks, pal. You're a gray beard. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Uh, before we start, you know, uh, like I said again, thank you guys very much for being here, uh, Rebecca. In one of your recent TikTok videos, you were talking about uh, frequency and so forth. And you were going over a list of things, and one of the things you said, and this this really struck me because, you know, we've had people like write in and, you know, kind of ask something similar to that on the show in the past. Um, you said to forgive yourself and others. Now, me personally, I have found it easy to forgive others. Well, not easy, but I can forgive others in my life sometimes. How do you recommend people in our audience forgive themselves for something? Yeah. So the biggest, the biggest way to do this is, is through self-reflection. And first I feel like you need to figure out like the root of the problem, right? Because if you're angry, angry is like a secondary emotion to what's actually bothering you. And then you need to forgive yourself for not knowing any better at the time. Right. So like if it was a situation between two people and all of a sudden that relationship crumbled or fell apart. You need to not be resentful and mad at yourself for not knowing any better, right? Because at one point in time, that's exactly what you wanted. So you can't, you can't really have any resentments towards yourself on that. Um, and chances yeah. are it's not your fault either if you're feeling that right. way. Right, yeah. 
And the struggles that you're going through are preparing you for what you asked for from the universe. The universe always says yes. If you go about your day, oh my God, I'm going to have a shit day today. Yes. I can attest to that one. If you go about it as today's going to be the best day that it can be and I'm going to make the negative into a positive, then yes, the universe always says yes. That goes into the confirmation bias. That goes into manifestation. That goes into positive self-talk. That goes into karma, right? What you put out into the universe, you get back. Um, going off of like the positive talk and changing the way that you speak. One of the hardest things that I had the someone asked me this question and they said, look at yourself in the mirror. What's the first thing that you think of? Like the first thought, right? Now go say it to a child. And if you can't say it to a child, then you shouldn't be talking to yourself that way. Oh, and wow. that's the biggest, that's the biggest change. You need to change the way that you speak. Instead of saying can't, say this is hard, but I'm going to find a way around it. It's, it's, it's not easy. It's, it's a challenge, but you get better at it as you practice it. And you start catching yourself in those moments of negativity. And you're like, okay, I can change this. And one thing that with that, that's worked with me is start out. Don't just jump right in head first, but you'll get to it all in all parts of your life, but start out in something you do every day. Like for me, it was with work. And I realized that I've been doing that a lot longer than I thought because especially like on a road call, you don't have all your parts or all your tools you need, but you still have a job to do and get that vehicle back up and running to a safe spot so you can at least fix it the right way then. So, you know, in the cookie factory, figure out how you can just bump that production line up a little bit. Just, you know, just make it easier for yourself. Figure out and get used to thinking that way and you'll find yourself enjoying it more. And then once you do that, transition it to the next part of your life that, that, that you deal with. One of the, um, it's a very old Native American story, and it's used a lot in spirituality, is there are constantly two wolves inside of you at battle, one representing good, one representing bad, or whatever, you know, falls into those categories. And which wolf wins, wins the battle? The one you feed. So if you're constantly feeding the negative side, if you're constantly feeding into the negativity, then the universe says yes. That's my advice. That's, that's my very, unprofessional two cents. That's, that's that's very deep and and very good. Well, do you remember back a few episodes when I talked about The Secret? Yeah. The book The Secret. Uh, and then there was also a YouTube video movie of The Secret. And that is almost, I, I mean, that's identical to what she's saying. Basically building your own pathway every day. And you, you, you create put, your own reality. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I reject your reality and substitute my own. <laughs> Uh, we're going to uh, start out, and uh, you guys jump in. Uh, first, we're going to talk about uh, Antarctica. Now, I love Antarctica. We we we, uh, we do too. We've talked about it on the show several times. Um, we've done more research on it lately, and one of the things that I find interesting about Antarctica, and I'll show you this in just a moment, Cronkite. I don't think I've showed you this. But one of the things, I'm going to go ahead and show Cronkite this map of the hollow earth. Yeah, I was looking at that this morning. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. so you go ahead and go through stuff on my desk that's just laying there. You go through and start looking at shit, right? Uh, on the internet, not this. No, not I was actually laying on my desk. I understand that, okay. but don't you think that it might... Where'd you get it at? Did you get it from the internet? Uh, yes, apparently. That's where I saw it at. But I had Would it... you chill out? Okay. Whatever, nosy ass. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that I find interesting about Antarctica... Yeah, there's supposed to be several openings uh, all across the world. 
And one of those is supposed to be right here in our home state of Kentucky, Mammoth Cave. And uh, I find that very, very, very interesting. Uh, real quick, uh, Mammoth, Mammoth Cave is, uh, you know, it's a national park. Uh, it is the longest cave system in the known world. It was established as a national park in 1941. Uh, it has a bottomless pit in it called uh, Sims Pit, and it is believed to be 105 feet deep. That is not known exactly. That's what they think. Uh, but I've done some research, and over the years it says that like, people had threw stuff in the pit over centuries and hundreds of years, and that originally the pit was a lot deeper than 105 foot and actually led to a lower level of the cave. Um and that pit was first discovered publicly in 1838. So uh, just, you know, just for a moment, just imagine it being 1838 when it was first discovered, how much stuff could have been through in there before then. You know, there could have been tons. Uh, there's over 200 known entrances to the cave, most of which are blocked off by the U.S. Department of uh, Parks. Scientists speculate that there could be another 200 openings uh, that haven't been discovered yet. I think that that's very, very fascinating. That makes me want to travel to Western Kentucky and get out and do a little bit of uh, exploring. Uh, also, uh, uh, to date, explorers have mapped and surveyed more than 412 miles, making Mammoth Cave by far the longest cave system in the world. The explorers are still discovering new passages, and they often say that there is no end in sight. Which tells me well, they're, they're they're definitely well, not even halfway there. Well, yet. the no. end the end of it is inner earth. Right, right. Naturally, uh, eight hundred eighty nine miles down. What's your guys' thoughts on the on the bottomless pit? I don't think it's bottomless. I think that there was a bottom put in so that people wouldn't question it anymore. That's that's a very good point. I never so like a false bottom. That. Yeah, like a false bottom. Hmm. You know, I mean, it was, you know, because it was discovered in 1838. And just yes. imagine how much stuff people could have threw in there. Of course. 38. You and that number. I know. Um, the map I saw, it's about 890 miles long. So we're going to need some good hiking shoes if you want to do that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Well, just look, isn't just the I'm core out. of the You're crust? Out. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Out, I'm not walking well, you have to get through miles. that to get right. down there. So that's where the other Well, you got to keep in. going. I mean, honestly, the best way to do this is just to get a U-boat because I have the direction, turn-by-turn turn directions. We won't get lost. Yeah, you know, uh, Cronkite well, said no. if we walk, he's out. He's yeah, I'm out. If there's any walking, I'm done. <laughs> uh, we can just get a U-boat. You can just sit <laughs> nice and cozy in the captain's chair. I'll just get Perfect. a saddle area. <laughs> so now let me ask you, does it does it have to be a U-boat? Does it, does it mean, or is it just any kind of submarine? Funny I mean, it, about says, it says to follow it strictly, so... So it has to be a German U-boat. I feel like... I think maybe just any sort of submarine. I feel like, no, I feel like that's why that ended up that way. Well, yeah, because they messed up. Because they didn't follow the directions right. Now, well, you also have to understand, though, that they measure their depth. All their depths are different because they're not the same size. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think so, about that. Oh, okay. Gentlemen, I don't know if you're familiar with that picture. Oh, yes. Yes. So what it is, is it's uh, it's a picture in Antarctica. And if you guys follow um, on the website and come to my link tree in Telegram, we are having like great conversations about all of this. And I post all of my findings and my research and links and the other flock members post the stuff that they find. And we have a really great like community forum going on in Telegram to discuss everything. And all of my content is 
broke it up by different topics. So if you're interested in some things and not the other, that's Including fine. car talk. <laughs> that's a Russian submarine. That is a K-class Russian submarine. So you bring up a good point there as far as they have different dimensions. So uh-huh. run aground or, or any, or, you know. Right, so like. And it broke right behind the conning tower. Hmm. So if that's supposed to be the pinnacle of a submarine and they were perhaps trying to follow some certain directions they may or may not have procured. What, what, what does what needs to be changed for a submarine that's five times the size of a U-boat? Are the openings not big enough for any other type of sub? So what's weird is, so it makes you wonder if there's a, um, so it makes you wonder, obviously that, that, that Russian sub smashed into the, the ground or right. the, the, the bottom of the ocean, but smashed, yeah, smashed into if, something. It's, if it's right at the, the balancing point where the, the center of gravity is going to be on that submarine, it's obviously broke the keel and probably impacted there by the conning tower or just behind it. Like he said, so right it's beyond. broken in half. So it's, it's bottomed out or it's hit a cave on top or something. Well, you know, I mean, first, <laughs> I think it's amazing just to have just to have an entry point in in uh, Kentucky, and I just think that's amazing. And uh, the other day I was looking at this map, and I actually counted the openings. And uh, I uh, text uh, Rebecca, and I'm like, uh, without me telling you, count the openings in just the openings, not counting the top and the bottom, and how many do you come up with? And she came up with the same number, seven. What if over time these seven entrances were the real? Uh, wonders of the world, you know. Seven wonders of the world. Well, and that also falls into like sacred <clears throat> geometry and sacred numbers and numerology. I mean, seven is a very sacred number, and there's seven chakras. There's yeah. There's seven is very sacred. There's also. I never. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'll, I'll hand it back to you. Go back and look at it. You know, and and don't count the top and bottom. Just count the openings. And there's only well, seven and of them. Because, and then there's ones that like split off, right? Because one of them only goes into one, like they, they converge together into right. one entrance. So if you're just counting the surface entrances, then yes, there's seven. I think it's fascinating, you know. The whole thing is fascinating. Uh, yeah. It all ties into the Great Awakening map. Now, I touched on this briefly on the, on the last um, podcast that I was on with y'all. But I want to talk about the Perry Reese map. Y'all, listen to you. Tell us about the Perry Reese map. So the Perry Reese map fascinates the shit out of me. This map was found in 1929 in the, and I don't know if I'm saying any of these words correctly, in the, how do you say that? What what is that? Uh, Topcapia? Topcapi? Topcapi Palace Library. Yeah, but it was discovered in 1831 in the U.S. Congress Library. Shush. Um, 1929. It was discovered on a gazelskin parchment. And what's interesting about this map is it was drawn by oh, Haji uh, Hamid Muhadini Puri. I'm murdering this. I know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I love her. 1533. Okay. Now, that was 300 years before Antarctica was discovered in 1773. Now, the really interesting part of this is it was drawn using the metacorder or the uh, Mercator projection. Mercator. Mercatum? It was used using the projection 
process that they draw maps with, which wasn't perfected until 1760. Was it a time traveler? Was it somebody getting <laughs> divine downloads about? And and it was drawn as if the land masses would have appeared no six thousand years ago before the ice caps. All the mountain ranges are there. All the rivers are there. No ice. Oh wow! So I'm go I'm looking back at this. I, um, <laughs> there's one, two, three. Too so many maps. So there's seven. There's seven entrances. entrances. Not not counting the top Main and the entrances. bottom. Main entrances. Yeah, not counting the top and the bottom. Okay. Well, this uh, Darrow Caves and King Solomon's Mines. Those those are not entrances. Uh, I have to look at it, but but there's uh, there's one of them's at that end. Yeah, okay. one of them's a dead end, but then one of them connected with something else. Okay, so, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what do you guys think about all the U.S. government officials that, that, that go there every few years? Well, what, there's like 4,000 well, scientists and was, military personnel? <clears throat> I had her listen to season one, episode four, or season 14, episode one of Ancient Aliens earlier. And they said in the peak of the season, there's 4,000 people there that are scientists. And military personnel onto the next. Like update. there was a pause, there was a drastic pause. What I find more interesting, though, is that they all get pulled into the top officials' office afterwards for a debriefing, and these ex-navy uh, crew chief and airmen and loadmasters and just all these plane crews that are now coming out recently about the stuff that they saw when they were down there. And that the government is trying to hide from them and hide from us. That's interesting. I mean, when, when the pilot just turns around and says, buddy, that's not ours, about an object or multiple objects that they are flying next to or over. It was five flying saucers that he saw. Let's just call it what it is. That's weird. Okay. I mean, it's not weird. I mean, we knew there was stuff well, down yeah, there. But. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, I'm as intrigued by uh, about Antarctica as I am Roswell. You know, uh, if I could pick one place to go to, it would be Antarctica. And I hate cold weather. Well, yeah, it's because it's still going on. You know, it's, yeah, it, definitely. Hey, guys, there's 72 and 75 degree caves in there. Yeah. For the ice. So. There are caves so as, be big as, and as big and as complex as Manhattan. Wow. Yeah. You know, in, uh, that they that they found and let us have access to. Lord only knows what's further than that. Right now, and I think it was a, a few years ago. John Kerry, senator, was actually there. You know, I mean, you've got somebody in their seventies that's traveling out there. Why? You well, know, that's question that one. That was that was on his whole climate brigade as he's using his giant jet burning jet and his massive diesel fuel burning boat there to promote you know environmental protection. Right. You know, which that that. That doesn't make sense to me, you know. No. I mean, and I really don't think that they're melting the ice caps and all that. I don't. I do it's not, not think that, they're melting. You there said are, John Kerry, yeah. yeah, senator, the guy who ran for president. Yes. Lost. Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> See, and and I've looked at that map, and I've ne I've never realized that. Wow. I've never realized that, and I've spent hours and hours and hours of looking at that map, yeah. and I never realized that until you pointed it out just then. So what it is, is it says Lockheed Martin, Covert Excavations, Visitations, Buzz Adrian, Pope Aldrin. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, they misspelled on the, that. John Kerry and high-ranking elites. I feel like them, the, the elites that travel down there every now and then 
are just like any other team of scientists where they have the supervisor come in and check on their experiments going, ah, this needs to, this is good progression. This needs to be boosted. The other thing that they found is they were sending weather balloons up, which is interesting that it's a weather balloon because that's what they said crashed at Roswell. Yes. Um, but they were sending weather balloons up into the atmosphere to calculate the um, sun's UV and radiation. And what they were getting was the same radiation from the Earth. Out of it was that coming area. out of the South Pole, aka Antarctica, in Antarctica, instead of coming in. Wow! Oh, really? So it's coming out of the which then also yeah. like makes me wonder about the northern and southern lights. <clears throat> well, no, it's well, no, it's sonoluminescent lighting, which is the which is it ties into the ether. But that can be, it can be a form of communication if that's the only thing that can protrude out of our atmosphere. Well, it's like a natural it's like a natural landmark if you think about it. Like, oh, you turn left at the big oak tree. Oh, you just dive in at the lights that you see on the on the end of the earth. Do you think there are humans living in in the hollow earth? No. I think they visit, but I'm pretty sure if they whatever we, is down there is smart, they said no, you just visit, you don't live that way. Okay, here's my whole thing on aliens. Okay. Here's my are you ready for my rant? Are you ready for oh, Rebecca's thoughts? Yes. Yes, oh, yes. My husband has to prepare himself for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, aliens exist, right? Oh, yes. Now, whatever they're going to tell you through mainstream media or whatever the government is going to admit to is going to be some sort of false flag and it's going to be manipulated and, and miscommunicated in some direction that is only going to push their narrative, right? So let's let's think about the other side of this. If aliens have all of this technology and they have all of this knowledge and they have been here for millions and hundreds and thousands and hundreds of years, then why would they make their presence public to a society that can't even get over skin color of their own species? Big facts. That's so they're going to come private. They're going to come to people that are open minded. They're going to come through channeling of different sources. They're going to come through raw. They're going to come through mediums. They're going to come through people that are going to be open minded and able to understand and not approach the masses at once because they're going to be they're going to be meeting. If you look at if you look at the world on a whole, we are a very very hostile planet. Yes, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to publicly visit here like this. No. 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 The and humanity in a, in a whole is stupid. We. I went off on a rant not well, long yeah, ago. Yeah. 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 You did. <clears throat> so they uh, they they can't seem. You're exactly right. They can't go over their their own skin color. But it's not just that. It's the mob mentality. Once um, once you, you and I can talk. Just we were having a conversation just fine. Uh, you know, maybe maybe you don't maybe you don't think that way, or maybe they you don't think that way, or whatever. But if I'm if I'm having this conversation with 20, 30 people, I mean, and they don't feel the same way I do or even have an You're going to make mind. people uncomfortable. They're going to gang up on you. Exactly. Or they'll, they'll, they'll split into groups. And then, and then they become hostile. Like they won't, they won't talk to you. They become hostile to the point of physical altercations. Okay. Now, and, and, and here's something that I find funny, though, uh, about that. And it makes absolutely no sense to me. You get those people like he described. And if you don't agree with them, they get so pissed at you because you have another point of view. That makes no sense whatsoever to me. You know, and but you, they say that as I do. Welcome yeah, to US. Yeah, you know, and, and you've got some of them that's actually uh, you know, getting violent and stuff and burning places down just because they say they have a right to say something, but when they say it, I don't have that same right. You know, that exactly. makes no sense to me. Preach. And and as Kentuckians, look at Dr. Rand Paul. 
first off, that man should be president and he should be a permanent president until he cannot be fit for it anymore because that man is so smart and so for the people. But he's been saying that all along with this whole stuff that just came out with, you know, not to get off topic, but Fauci and his emails. Right. To the point where someone who opposed him told Fauci he needs to apologize to him in front of on the Cong- on the congressional floor. That would have been awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's hey, on YouTube. It, it, did, it will never did, happen, did, though, because Fauci, Fauci will never do did it. Did Fauci apologize yet? Can I, can I change the subject back and tie everything together, please? Because oh, I've been waiting for this. Yes. So, okay. So, if we look at... Antarctica. Are you about to say what's circled and big there? Everything's circled. Don't you worry about my map over here. Just, just get Cronkite excited because it's all about that. Well, yeah. So I got a whole bunch of stuff on here. I mean, my notes are, I, I know that I've sent you guys some of my stuff and it's probably, it looks like a crazy person. No. There. Anyway, so let's talk about Antarctica and the pyramids that are in Antarctica, okay, which come from an ancient, ancient builder race and... Then we also get into the crash landing that was 55,000 years ago, which will tie into the breakaway groups from the Nazis, which ties into the Vril Society, which then ties into document um, 6751, which admits the flight of 1947. And in that, no, it was the flight, Operation High Jump. Listen, shush. So then we have to get into Atlantis, Lumiera, and Mew, okay, which existed, Lumiera existed before, it's Lemuria. It doesn't matter how you say it, all right? Well, I mean, it does, yeah, what did you say? You said Lumeria, it's it's Lemuria. Lemuria, Lemuria. It doesn't change my point, though. That's what I'm trying to get at. It was 34.5 million years ago. So that existed before Atlantis. Now, if you look at that FBI document, they refer to a flying disc and they also refer to the Lokatala, which I looked that up and it's Sanskrit. And they're words that are used together. And this is where it's going to tie everything together is Loka means spiritual world and Tala means physical world. And they're usually used together and they are referred to each side their number is seven. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. It all ties together. Hey, he's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's. Isn't she amazing, guys? Yes, yes, she is. I, I, I've actually don't sleep and live on coffee and nicotine. And, and, and I've actually commented that on, you know, some of the TikTok videos, you know. And uh, earlier in an episode, me and uh, uh, Cronkite uh, just uh, recorded, uh, I was talking to him about the sleep. And he has also having been having trouble sleeping the last two or three weeks. Yes. Yeah, and then when I finally do get to sleep, I can't wake up. It, 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 but it takes, it, it takes forever to get actually awake. You see that? Oh, shit. I thought about it. Don't think about it. it. I know. Paper clip sticking to her head. Really? You know, I, I promise. I promise. There's, there's nothing. I felt the pull there. There's nothing on her face because my hand come, my hand comes off the rock. You know what your third eye is, right? I do. There you go. Ready? Uh, oh, it's not. Trying I'm trying hard. way too hard, and now it won't come off. There it goes. <laughs> um, and also, so what I figured out is this is a new, this is a new science that they're actually like trying to prove doesn't exist. So I'm thinking about it all. But I think, stay on right now. but I think it has to do with your chakra and where your energy lines converge and where blood flow happens. 
this goes back to the same thing I've been talking about the entire time I've been on this show. Uh, Everything is connected. Yes, Everything. yes, yes, it is. Everything it's is connected. All, it's all connected. You know. It sure is. And, and there's something, wow, Chris is doing it too. I had no clue Chris mm-hmm. could do that. That's awesome. You know, and we've talked about on the show before about how everything syncs up together. Yeah. Like we'll be talking about something and then like, you know, we'll read an email or somebody will call in and they'll be like talking about just what we were just talking about or, you know, what we were thinking about talking about or, you know, and, and I'm a firm believer like you that everything is connected Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, you know. Well, it's and it's they they call it the sixth sense or whatever. Yes. You know, when you have a feeling of of something uh, dreadful is going to happen or what, everything. Every energy is connected from the rocks on the ground to the birds in the air to the clouds above everything. The other thing that I want you to um, look into, and I'm sure I think I've sent it to you, is if you look at a, a map of the ley lines of the earth. Like, like, just take the United States. Like, if you just look at the United States and you look at the ley line map, and then you line up, like, some of the entrances and the energy spots, those are your Stargate portals. And then if you look at ancient Egyptian art and storytelling, their boats look like Stargate portals. Now, uh, these Stargate portals, where do, do, do we know where they go? To other dimensions. To just yeah. dimen- not like actual physical other places in our, our dimensions, but to other dimensions. Other, uh, other dimensions. You okay. Know? Well, and- it's a physical spot. It's just in, in, in an alternate dimension from the mm-hmm. one we're in. Right. Okay. okay. There was uh, uh, allegedly one in, uh, I think, Iraq. That's where Saddam Hussein was at, right? Iraq. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah, there was allegedly one there. Had you guys heard about that one? You mean why they started the war in Iraq? Yeah, yeah. About the Stargate, possible Stargate no, that there. Fa- that fascinates me, the whole idea of, a star- of Stargates. That that fascinates me. That's amazing. Well, it just so happens that Stargates is directly next to the Iraq war, too. On the so, map. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I need to get a map. You know, well, we're, 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 free we're, downloads on yeah. the site. Yeah, I, I have told him that. And, He's uh, not told me anything, to be honest. Bullshit, man. I have told you that. You and, have I, and I told you when we get set up in a permanent studio, we're going to, you know, have a big and that's, wall that's, centerpiece. And that's heard on episodes 33 and 34, guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Where's the free downloads at? Again, real quick. Uh, arthouse.co. Arthouse5d.co. Yeah. Arthouse, arthouse5d.co. C-O. Okay. Use DuckDuckGo. So, you know, you got to goose it. See, and, and see, you laughed at me earlier for saying goose it. I don't see you laughing now, big man. Ha, ha, ha. No, because he's he's a guest. You're just a jackass. So, see, he always, did, did you hear that? He said, I'm a jackass. He knows. You don't resemble a donkey, but if you make waffles in the morning, I'm game. So, hey, did you hear that? Do what? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> hey, Cronkite. Oh, ho, ho. Hey, Cronkite, check this out. Stargates, Iraq War, right beside it. Oh my God. So now, what is the what is the, what is the line in between? What's that? That's that's where she's drawn and connected stuff. Well, no, that so, is the black one no, is all here. on the map. Oh, okay. So this, the Nazi breakaway group, is directly connected to the Draco reptilian inner Earth aliens. Those are the bad aliens. If you didn't know that, yeah. Well, I knew the reptilians were, yeah, uh, for sure. That's awesome. Are they yeah. bad or are they misunderstood? Well, you know, well they they um, everything needs. An equal and an opposite. So there has to be bad to be good. Um, there's also a passage that I would love to read out of the holy tablets that one of my flockers has lent to me. 
that ties into the light and the darkness and like the good and the bad. Oh well, yeah. If, if, if you have that in front of you, feel free. Uh, yeah. You were asking Chris if they were bad or good. There is uh, people that allege uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth is one of the Draco reptilians. Oh, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with that. 100%, so, but are they good and bad or are they perceived that way? Cause I feel like perception plays a big role. Yeah. In yeah. Well, that's a verdict. That is terrifying. I have I, I have researched and, and it's a both. You know that they some right. of them say that they are good, some of them say that they are bad, some of them say that some of them's good, some of them's bad. You know, it it just depends, I guess, on which it one you encounter. Depends on I guess your viewpoint and the cause that you can find in it. So if it goes down to perception, right? So to a bird, a cat is terrifying, right? Yes. It also, when you're talking about good and bad and, and, and dark and light and good versus evil, it comes down to intent and your heart can't lie to the universe. So if your intention is for louche, if your intention is to cause harm, if your intention is for selfish gains and at the expense of others, then you're evil. You're not good. But if your intent is good for the highest good, then, then you're, you're good. And I, and I totally agree with that. Sometimes there has to be a little evil to get. To you go have to go to, through the darkness to find the light. And that's right. what I want to. There you go. There you go. You know, we were talking about religion the other day. And uh, <clears throat> one of the things, I mean, it's one of my favorite sayings, Cherokee Indian, you know, it says uh, religion is for people who are scared to go to hell. Spirituality is for people who've already been there. You know, that that is that is me. That's my philosophy on that. She is going to read a passage. Okay. This is out of the Holy Tablets, which has been a very, very interesting book. Um, and this was lent to, be, lent to me by one of my flockers. And it has all of the answers in it. Like, it really goes over everything. It talks about the Freemasons. It talks about aliens. It talks about Jesus. It literally talks about all of it. And there is a passage in here... And it talks about um, light and how light was created. So then he created something. That something was in a state of darkness, a state of supreme balancement. One of the first things which Anu, El, the most high, the highest created inside the darkness was light in the darkness. This light fathered, fathered objects and objects create subjects, creating subjection. When the light manifested in the darkness, it became the name of Anu. A-N-U. Being he fathered light, in time, light gained a purpose. That was in opposition to the very darkness in which it was created. In due time, that light wanted to rule the darkness too. In fact, it emerged itself in the darkness until there was no darkness. Yet light must reflect. Reflection has a point in time and space. Thus, the brightest of lights is merely a beam in supreme balancement. Thus, light can never remove the darkness, but merely wear its garment and dream of its authority. Thus, you have the spark of life, the living. One of the first things which I knew the source created was the quill. And of the first things which I knew who is, who is who he is, created the intelligent. And he commanded as he pleased. He said, by you I grant and by you I forbid. By you, I establish, and by you, I appoint. What do you think about that? I don't even know where to start with that. I mean, all right, so light <clears throat> light came from nothing, and now it, a new is – tell me if I followed this correctly. A new is, is what he called the light, or is a new is a spiritual being? Anu is the most high, which is been that name has been changed 
over over several times and over several thousands yeah in in different texts there are actually a lot of names that are listed under the anew i just don't even know how to go about pronouncing any of them but they're all along the same line they're just spelled different um and then that also when you look at different texts and you look at different religions there's so many similarities but what needs to be understood though is that source is is all of it connected together all of the gods all of all of nature all of the souls all of the energy all of the angels all of the aliens like whatever it is it's all of it coming together and creating source and from that source is different things so you are of the universe and the universe is everything that's why if you put it out there it always says yes and then that also goes into the light and the dark right because there has to be darkness in order for there to be light You have to go through the darkness to see the light, to become the light. You have to go through those hardships. You have to go through that tough shit in order to understand the bigger picture and be a stronger person, right? Like that's the macro affecting the micro. Yeah, that's pretty outstanding. Yeah, it is. I've always thought that, you know. Yeah, and when you... Dark times make you stronger. Yes, and when you dumb it down to Cronkite level, it it (laughs) makes a lot more sense. From now on, I'm did I do that? To, did I do that enough? Did I? Did no. I go? For, from now on, whenever you whenever you say stuff, just cronkite it, just dumb okay. it down. <laughs> you got goose, but you got to kick it down a couple letters to get the cronkite. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> they, uh, I think cronkite had some stuff about Admiral Byrd. Well, I just got his uh, his uh, diary from February through March of 1947. Have you guys have you guys read this or heard? You know, I, I and I know you know who Admiral Byrd is. Uh, have you heard any of his diary passages? Um, yes, yeah, some of them. He just happens to have a stack of them there. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact. <laughs> just so happens. <laughs> Funny you mention. So it's flat, uh, flat log base camp. Arc, it was in the Arctic, uh, February 19th, 1947, at 600 hours. All preparations are complete for our flight northward, and we are airborne with full tanks at 610 hours. So radio check with base camp, all is well at uh, 7.30. So he took off at uh, 6.10, 7.30, all is well. Um, at 800 hours, slight turbulence noted from the easterly direction at an altitude of 2,321 feet. Uh, no further turbulence, but tailwind increases, slight adjustment in throttle controls, aircraft performing very well now. At uh, 9.10 hours, vast ice, ice and snow below. Note, uh, note cor- uh, excuse me, note coloration of yellowish nature and disperse in a linear pattern altering course for a better examination of this color below uh note reddish or purple color also circle this area to two two full terms uh and return to assigned campus heading position check made and again to base camp and relay information concerning colorations in the ice and the snow both math magnetic and gyro compasses beginning to gyrate and wobble we are unable to hold our heading by instrumentation, take bearing with sun compass, yet all seems well. The controls are seemingly slow to respond and have sluggish quality, but there is no indication of icing. Now, that's 10 minutes later. That's at 9.10 a.m. At 9.15, in the distance of what appears to be in the mount, or excuse me, I'm sorry. At 9.49, 29 minutes elapsed flight time from the first sighting of the mountains it is no illusion. There are mountains in consisting of small range that I have never seen before. At 955, at 2950 feet, encountering strong turbulence again. 
At 10 a.m., we are crossing over the small mountain range and still proceeding northward as best as we can. Uh, ascertained beyond the mountain range is what appears to be a valley with a small river or stream running through the center position. There should be no green valley below. Something is definitely wrong and abnormal here. We should be over ice and snow. To our port side, great forest growing with the mountain slopes. Our navigation instruments are still spinning. The gyroscope is oscillating back and forth. At 10.05 hours, I alter altitude to 1,400 feet and execute a sharp left turn to better examine the valley below. It is a green... It is a green... What is it? Green? No, I'm no, just enjoying what, your story. What was you doing this for? I was scratching my head. It was itching. Uh-huh. You know what? Kronka, that's how us hat wearers have to do it, because we don't yeah. want to disrupt the pat on our head. Oh, right. Okay, I see what see, you're I'm saying. Scr- I'm scratching my head right now. Yeah, see? I see. See? Uh, we make another left turn, and we spot what seems to be a large animal of some kind below us. It appears to be an elephant. No, it looks more like a mammoth. This is incredible. Yet, here it is. Uh, decrease altitude to 1,000 feet and take out binoculars to better examine the animal. It is confirmed. It is definitely a mammoth-like animal. At 10.30, encountering more rolling green hills now. This external temperature indicator reads 74 degrees Fahrenheit, which is what you were saying earlier. Uh, all are tall with blonde hair. Uh, at 11.30, countryside below is more level and normal. Ahead, we spot what seems to be a city. This is impossible. Aircraft seem uh, aircraft seems light and oddly buoyant. The controls refuse to respond. My God, off our port and starboard wings are a strange type of aircraft. They are closing rapidly alongside. They are disc sh- disc shaped and have radiant quality to them. They are close enough now that we can see the markings on them. It's a type of swastika. This is fantastic. We are here. What has happened? I tug at the controls again. They will not respond. We are caught in an invisible vice grip of some kind. At 11.30, our radio crackles and a voice comes through in English with what perhaps is a slight uh, Nordic Germanic, uh, Germanic accent. Its message is, Welcome, Admiral, to our domain. We shall land you in exactly seven minutes. Relax, Admiral. You are in good hands. I note the engines of our plane have now stopped running. The aircraft is under some strange control and is now turning itself. The controls are useless. At 11.30, or I'm sorry, 11.40, Another radio message received. We begin to landing. We begin the landing process now, and in moments the plane shudders slightly and begins to descend as though caught in some great unseen elevator. The downward motion. The downward motion is negligible, and we touch down with a lot with a slight jolt. At 11:45, I am making a hasty last entry into the flight log. Several men are approaching on foot toward our av- aircraft. They are tall with blonde hair. In the distance is a large shimmering city pulsating with rainbow hues of color. I do not know what is going on or going to happen now, but I see no signs of weapons on those approaching men. I hear now a voice ordering me by name to open the cargo door, and I comply. Now, was this, um, was this after they allegedly were chased out? Uh, this was in... By crafts and... This is in 47, so supposedly they were chased out, wasn't it? During World War Two, or was it just right? No, after? no, it was after. It was like eighteen, twelve to eighteen months after World War Two. So it could it could have been this time, or it could have been because um, he went he he went there twice. Right. Had you guys heard anything uh, of that before out of his diary like that? I had heard the one of him being chased away. What I find interesting too, and I I don't have the article in front of me that before he died, uh, he even confessed. You know that uh, basically what Cronkite just read and. 
that, you know, why they left in such a hurry? Um, so I want to speak on the light and the description of the people, because if you look up the inner earth aliens, this is what they look like. Blonde hair. Yep. Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. Blonde hair, fair, almost very angelic. So almost like, like peaceful Aryan race. Yeah. So like the, the, the Nordics that they, they, they describe as the Nordics. Well, not yes. supposedly. In the, the Nordics world. are what were helping the tool in the Vril, the Vril Society. Okay, so that was that was in the Aldebaran project. So that's 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 what I was going to say. That sounds like the same the same people. Based on research recently over the last couple months, I think the Nazis are some of them, not necessarily the ones from World War II, but some of the surviving ones are in in the center of the in the center of the Earth. You know, I think you've got some there. I think you've got some on other planets, possibly the Moon. Yep. Chris, what's well, your you, thought there? You guys, uh, with the moon, you guys heard NASA's latest announcement this morning. Is this is this talking about Bill Nelson going to be involved in the... In no, the, this is that they have now assembled their lunar craft to help take us to build a colony on the moon. Really? In 2023. I, I have not, not heard 2023? about that. 2023? Wow. 2023. I've not heard about that yet. Later, late in a, in a couple months from now, they're taking one of their lunar vehicles up. Now remember how how far <laughs> advanced is the is the government right hundred years fifty to hundred years yeah. yeah so they're just now building a colony on the moon okay yeah, yeah sure no I, no it said that they were taking taking people to actually live on the moon they didn't say they're I guess building colony they are taking subjects from this planet and they will be living on the moon and that's why they're taking the vehicle up first would you volunteer for that if no. if if you could get picked would you volunteer for that. No. I'd be worried about space boots being in my size. <laughs> that is true. You know, that is true fact. <laughs> I, if the government wasn't in charge of it, I think I would volunteer for it. Uh, Goose, I was just going to say the I would same follow thing. Elon Musk to any planet he wanted to take me to because I that just, man is. Okay, so I, I still go, I still stand with my statement from last time that I want to go to inner Earth, I want to go to Saturn, and I want to go to Antarctica. I just want to go somewhere I'm not going to be hot all the time. Oh, thank you. Well, you can stay on the mountains of Antarctica. That I'll go underneath. They're false mountains. Yeah, they're pyramids. No, they are shells. So it's underneath. Well, yeah, but there's also pyramids on Antarctica too. Someone had to build those. Well, yes, but what's underneath those mountains right now? <laughs> it's the banter for me. <laughs> Do you think that they were close to? Uh, and I think it was 2016 or 17 when they when when they found the uh, electromagnetic uh, anomaly. Over Antarctica, do you think they were close to letting it out then? Because then they later came back and said, "Oh no, it was just it was just this one time thing. It was just uh, the Northern Lights, like uh, she said earlier." Uh, do you guys think that they were close to letting to letting it? I out? don't think they were close out? to disclosing it. I think it was almost a big oops in the yeah. tabloids, so to speak. Right. Um, and I think now we're closer than ever to finding out something accidentally that I'm sure will be redacted. Um, but I, I'm just waiting for something physical to end up being shown or, or seen that people are going to go, yeah, not this time, not this time. You got us last time, but not this time. I don't think that they're going to release any information that could possibly in some way give up any sort of power that they have. Correct. I was, I was hoping at first that they, that they would, uh, the more that we always be hopeful, yeah, you know, and 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 the more 
that I have learned about this about it's it's it, the uh, reports even delayed to Congress. I've I've kind of given up hope. I don't I don't think that they'll and they've and they've tried to blame Russia and China. China couldn't even land a rocket. I mean, it crashed in the ocean. They did not know where it was going to crash at. They could not tell you. They're Russia not that not the enemy. You know, yeah, Russia's no, not the enemy. No, no. With our current situation, they might be perceived that way, but I don't think they're the enemy. They are not the enemy. Chernobyl scares me a little bit, but that's yeah. Chernobyl scares everybody. Yeah. Let's just be honest about that. That's how I mean. That's Chernobyl how scares I mean. Yeah, you got to like think about it. There's trial and error, right? Look at what happened to Maldek. They're fucking around with nuclear power, and they exploded. In the war with Mars, and that's how we have the moon that's there now because it hit our original two. So is that why we're going to the moon? Because Chernobyl's our Maldek, seeing that it's all getting stirred up again. That's a good point. Oh my god! Oh, did I just make a breakthrough? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we I'm can really put, we can put a tally down for you, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you so know, you guys you guys heard that in recent weeks that Chernobyl's now becoming unstable again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a. Because have you seen the yeah. human resonance? Of course. Yeah. It's there's well, like there's one we have room. No physical way to get there. It's in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. And then the yeah and there's one room too that they've not went in since since the incident back in the eighties. They can't get in. There. Right. Right. And that and that's where they some of their machines and stuff they have been um, experiment. It's basically like it's a what uh, an electron overload. It's getting full and it's just going to explode. Yeah. It's it's basically going to be the the pup motor, so to speak, um, of the giant fission reaction we're about to see. Do they know when that's possibly going to happen? Uh, yes, Probably. yesterday and 100 years from now. Uh, I think four. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bet money, though, I'll bet money, though, that the Schumann resonance and the great solar flash are going to have a huge fucking effect on that area. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, no, there's definitely a huge solar flash coming. You know, and something earlier in the week, Thursday, we had a uh, solar uh, eclipse. We didn't see anything back here where we're at. Did you guys well, see we, anything? We, we, no, we couldn't either because of the lovely English weather we've been having. <laughs> but there, I, there might have been a town in South Africa that uh, actually. Was totally dark? Yes, yes. Yeah. So you read that too? Yes. So, you know. I watched, I watched a video clip on it, and it just, I think it was like 11 minutes total. It just went completely i mean darker than than midnight black yeah wow yeah definitely for 11 minutes yes yeah that's a uh, kind of an extended eclipse oh very very (laughs) you know and i mean i can i ask a completely off topic question unless you have something no 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 you 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 feel free go ahead let me let me wait to get my back to topic interjection here since since you know (laughs) just to return the favors no 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 this is a this is a new topic so is mine it's the banter for me. Semantics. <laughs> 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 um, Mandela effects. We've barbecue. talked about that on the show a lot. <laughs> How do you spell barbecue? Uh, what? B a r b e q u e. Yeah. Okay. Now look it up. Go ahead, look it up. Oh there. my God! Goose it. Time I Go do ahead, this. Girl, okay. yeah, it goose it. Goose yeah. Type it. Try and type in barbecue the way you want to spell it, and let me know how much struggle you have. B a r b q u e. What's uh? What's uh? What's your search result there? Uh, Biggins Barbecue BB Smokehouse. It's uh, it's not recently visited places. Just no. Got you. Just like type it into like DuckDuckGo. Just type in spelling. 
or just try and type it. Is it auto-correcting you? It's oh, I didn't know. I didn't even pay attention to that. Come Go on. Go to dictionary.com and type in barbecue. Come on, shitbag. Is say? it spelled with a C? Yeah. Right. Since That's... when? Since when? What? With a C? Let's see yeah. that. That's the Mandela effect. Let's see that. But I... why are the initials BBQ then? Right? That's a Mandela effect. <laughs> That's stupid. I, I'm, Dude, I stood in the supermarket for 10 minutes staring at the barbecue <laughs> wall because I couldn't fucking believe it. I've, Since I've never when? known it to be with a C. It's yeah, always I've a Q. Never... Then the acronym wouldn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, right. No. It would be BBC. Yeah. We don't want to say BBC. BBC. Yeah, BBC. There you go. You like you some BBC, don't I you? I certainly do not. <laughs> okay, there it is with a C. C-U-E. Oh, shit. I'm so. sorry. Just says BBQ. Yeah, see? So, I mean, here's the, like you said, if, if it was spelled with a C, BBQ makes no sense. No, no. All right, now, my other question. That's not oh, how you my spell God. That. Barbecuing? Yeah. That's not how you spell that. That's not with a C. No. No, I have never, I never realized hey, aren't that. Are you one. glad I brought all my barbecue yes, sauces? Yes, I, I am. Not, I know, yeah. I know. Listen to Christopher. I got it. Yeah. Uh huh. So the question is, why does he have that many par- barbecue sauce? Why did he bring dude, that many oh, barbecue sauce? Dude, he is a connoisseur. <laughs> oh, I thought there was like barbecue. Please do r- not get him started on that. We will be here for another three hours. I thought I thought there was like barbecue. Literally, find if you come to Telegram, he posts all of the stuff yeah. that he smokes. Okay. All right. So my next Mandela effect, and Chris and I, this is the one that we disagree on because. I remember it one way, and he remembers it a different way. And I'm a history buff. How many people were in the car with JFK? Uh, well, there was five others with him. No, there no, no. How many, how many people were in the car when he was assassinated? Six, and then it became nine when Secret no, Service agents jumped four. out. it was four. It was always four. Six. It was, a, it was, it was a, never a fucking limo like It that. was a three-row limousine. It was, no. a, it was an extended Cadillac Listen, with suicide doors in the I back. will die on this hill. Car guy. Four fucking people. Car guy. I remember four. Thank you. Six. I remember four. I remember see, the driver. You have the, the guy in the front, the magic bullet guy. Uh, you had Mrs. Kennedy and John Kennedy. Yep. Okay, but what about... Wasn't there three people in the front seat, though? I don't no. think so. There was three rows of two. Okay. The governor and his wife, Kennedy and his wife, driver and one agent. Okay. I'm and with that, you, Crockett. <clears throat> I have to look it up now. Okay. Look up that nice, beautiful extended Cadillac for while me. You're, while you're looking that up, where what island is the Statue of Liberty on? Uh, Liberty Island. Since when? So he's uh, been on Ellis Island. Ellis Island. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ellis Island. Where the hell's Liberty Island? Apparently where the Statue of Liberty is now. Ellis Island. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I thought the Statue of Liberty was. Uh, uh, it's on Ellis Island. She's right. I think the second Statue of Liberty we're being sent right now will go on Liberty Island. Oh, are, are we being like If you sent- look it up, it's on Liberty Island. Are we being sent a second Statue of Liberty? Yes, we are. <laughs> Is it going and, to replace this one? No. Okay. Apparently, we're just feeling that free that we need a second statue. Um, statue of Liberty, the points on her um, crown, there's seven. Yeah. There's only ever five visible, though. There's seven. There's only ever five visible. 
Samantha. We did this on a TikTok. I live. know, and it got aggressive. <laughs> because any picture, any picture, any way you look at her, you can only ever see five. Okay, yeah. so if you're in a helicopter looking at an aerial view of the Statue of Liberty, there's fucking seven. Isn't You'll there? In, in there, because there are two blood. small ones, like on the main end. No, each, they're all the same size. Yeah, it's okay. seven. There's seven. Okay. But you can only ever see. Can the we just five. talk about the seven? Can we just talk about the fact that there's seven? It's, it's Mandala seven. effect. It's fucking seven. No, it's not the Mandala effect. It's it you is. being wrong. It's not me being wrong. It's just you're not right. <laughs> oh my god! You guys sound like me and Cronkite, except I'm saying, "Listen here, shitbag," and he's like, "Shut up, old man." Yeah. So I found two different pictures: one with two rows in the back seat, and one with. Like what we remember. Mm-hmm. So why are there two different pictures? Because it's a Mandela effect. Because there's people... Because the timelines are converging. It was three rows. It was four fucking people. It was six. Okay. Uh, this is a little bit off topic, but changing it. What do you guys think about John Teeter? If you're familiar with the John Teeter story. I don't know about the John Teeter story. I am unfamiliar myself. Okay. Ooh. That's, that's, Ooh. The, that's the time traveler that allegedly... <laughs> Popped up in the like 2000 and he was. Oh, oh with the phone? No, no the uh, IBM computer. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. I what? am familiar. So. I have an ooh. iPad right in front of me and I could just easily um, look this up. And he's the one that escaped all that jail time. No, right? no, no, no. That's a different no, one. You're no. you're, you're thinking about the guy that started with this with $800 and, and yes. uh, bet stocks and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. But um, allegedly, John. Oh, the time traveler to save yes, the world. Yes, yes. Uh, I was really into that story when it first came out, but I think that it was, you know, it was. I mean, just in my research, I think it was fake, and it was an attorney in Florida. You know, there is one fascinating thing about that is that it's Art Bell. Yeah, yeah, yep, <laughs> yep. That's it. But well, one fascinating thing, he he said that he came back in time to get this IBM computer because it had. Uh, software not known to the public that could do something. And that, in fact, turned out to be true. So. Did IBM turn well, into... No, hold on a second. Wait, did IBM turn into Microsoft? Or is Microsoft no. its own... Is IB, did, IBM is Did its IBM own get wiped out by Microsoft? No, no, still no, no, they're still there. They're, oh, okay. they're just not as big as they were. Yeah, I had a cousin who worked... Well, his, wife, his ex-wife worked for IBM and uh, got laid off when they... They got a huge contract and suddenly had to lay... 120,000 people have after getting like 12.8 billion dollars. Yeah, that don't surprise me, but you know because if you research and I think I told Rebecca about this, there might have been both of you in a group text. There is a connection between the Nazis and IBM. You mean how their founder was related to Hitler? Well, it it, it goes it goes further than that. They actually were uh in the process of making software or some type of machine to keep up with uh, all the Jews that they had imprisoned at the uh, camps versus handwriting stuff. They, had, were, yeah. they were going to create something. That's just like the basic of the story. Are you okay over there, no. Cronkite? No, I'm not. What are you doing? Hey, while you're looking up the spelling of barbecue, how do you spell Gandhi? G-H-A-N-D-I. We got all the letters. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in the right order. That's another one that changed. What about... Okay, so... <clears throat> the one I have no I no go ahead continue <laughs> he's getting frustrated what about the uh, uh, Monopoly man with a monocle if they did okay have you ever seen the movie Ace Ventura Pet Detective yes 
Do you know the one scene in the movie where he comes down the stairs at the party and the girl with the with the fur on and he's making fun of the guy and he looks like the Monopoly man and they write this whole fucking scene about the Monopoly man and he makes fun of his monocle. Yeah. Now, my question is if he never had a monocle, why did they write that in? Because it's asparagus. No. That's that's a very good, very valid Because point. that whole movie, they, it didn't need that scene. It didn't need it. You could have perfectly watched that movie if it never existed. So if the Monopoly man never had a monocle, then why would they write it in in such a way? Well, what do you guys think about the 2012 theory that we did transition over into a new, a new round? I love your questions. So. So now would be a good time for an intermission. <laughs> you know, we, I, can, we I, can call uh, it. We can call uh, it for I'm a little just, bit. I'm just saying that that's gonna that's gonna be a very very deep dark rabbit hole you just opened up, Goose. Do you, uh, I mean, we, we can we can save that for next time if you want to. Probably I'm, best. Okay. 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 So one because that's found. gonna. I mean, it's holy shit. It's that's already a, been two that's, hours. That's yeah. Roundtable all to itself. <laughs> so what I have found, there are two different cars. Mm-hmm. There is. The JFK with four people in it. Okay. But the Subruder <laughs> film, which I could have sworn showed only four people in that car. Right. Shows six people in the car. Yep. Because they've altered it. Nope. Because what happens, okay, what happens is when you, when, oh God, this is going to go into 2012 though. Because when, let me Cronkite what you're about to say down. Okay. Cronkite it down, please. So what people, and, and, and this is, large speculation but it seems to be true that poor woman sitting across from from mrs kennedy who got covered in his brain matter literally got locked up in an asylum for the rest of her life do you really want to be known as a public official with a wife who went crazy after having brain on her lap or are you going to alter it to make it seem like no one was really affected that well that's true yeah you're going to alter it wow okay sorry that makes sense but why, why, why so many mass hallucinations of different events? Because what happened is when the world, when that reality ended in 2012, we went into another, some of us went other into, into a different reality. There were already things in that reality that existed. And some of our artifacts collided, right? Creating the Mandela effect. Because in that reality, things are different. But they can't change our memories, Right. They can't change the, wait a second, no, it wasn't like that. It was the other, I remember it being the other way. So instead, right, before, think about it, before, if they had done this before, which they've probably, I mean, we've gone into multiple different realities, right? Common core, man. So, so (laughs) if that's the case, then the reason that it's becoming such a thing now is because of our way to communicate with people. If you think about it, if this happened in the 1800s, they would have just thought that they were crazy. Right. Yeah. Wow. If this happened okay. in the 70s, they would have just thought that they were crazy. If this happened in, in the first half of the 1900s, they would have thought they were crazy. Right? Yeah. Because they didn't have they didn't have TikTok. They didn't have Instagram. You didn't have Facebook. You didn't have worldwide instant communication with people going, "Oh yeah, I just agree no with you. I agree with you. I'm having that too." I couldn't tell you how many people in my flock have been like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I'm not alone in this thinking. I'm so glad I'm not alone in this situation. You have just made me... <sighs> Barbecue has made me that that's that has tore my day. That was the that was the pickle on the giant shit sandwich that this week has been. You have just it'd be okay. Was it a dill or was it a but a bread and butter pickle? Oh god. 
as my dad would say, I have killed all of his unicorns and crushed the rainbows. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, short shit show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the shit show. (laughs) So uh, you touched a little bit on uh, document 6751. I've got some stuff highlighted. I'm going to let Cronkite read, and I just want to get your guys' feedback on it. It's all a cover-up. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's going to be hard to read this one, man. Dude, I gave it to you because you make fun of my eyesight and shit. Yeah, well, this okay. one. Well, here, here, here. This memorandum is to respectfully address the the certain scientist or... Uh, oh, here, here. here it's been see. photocopied so many okay. times, it's hard what, to say. What part do you want to read? Uh, let's see. I, I was going to read the top part. Uh, I can see it pretty good. I'm just going to go ahead and read it, and I'll get you know your guy's opinion and Cronkite's opinion on it. Uh, this me- uh, memorandum is uh, respectfully addressed to uh, certain scientists of uh, distinguishing two important uh, aeronautical and military authorities and to a number of public officials and a few publications. Uh, a very serious situation may develop at any time with regard to flying saucers, and that's in quotation marks. If any, uh, If one of those should be attacked, the attacking plane will almost certainly be destroyed. In the public mind, this might basically start uh, panic and uh, suspicion. The principles uh, concerning this craft uh, is more at hand and must be offered. No, And I know I'm butchering it. No matter how uh, fantastic and unintelligible it may be some that finds previously instructed, uh, but then they're, they, they but then they list a bunch of steps, and it's like uh, uh, parts of the parts Part of the of disc, disc carrying crews. Yes, yes. Go ahead, continue there. <laughs> Part of the disc carrying crews. Others are under remote control. Their mission is peaceful. The visitors com- contemplate scouting on this plane. These visitors are human-like, but much larger in size. They are not... uh, Excarnate Earth people. people, but come from their own world. They do not come from any planet, in quotes, as we use these words, but from an other Earth... Other low planet. Other low planet, which... Ooh, this is really tough to read. Yeah, yeah. Interponetratus. There's your $10 word for the day. Holy (laughs) hell. Can we get a vowel, please? <laughs> the bodies of the visitors and the craft also automatically materialize when entering the vib- vibrator. Vibratory. Vi- vibratory. Vibratory rate, rate of, of our dense matter. The discs possess a type of radiant energy or array which only uh, easily disintegrate. disintegrate any attacking ships. They re-entered the ortho, other low, low, at will, and so simply disappeared from our vision without trace. The region region from which they come is not the astral plane, which is in quotes, but correspondence to the locas or talas, which is what I was talking about earlier. Students of low matter will understand these terms. They probably cannot be reached by radio. And then there's like a bunch of stuff written over that part. Yeah. 
They, uh, you know, and uh, to me, you know, that is an official government document. You know, that is proof that they've known for quite a while that mm-hmm. that uh, intelligent life is out there. Yeah, definitely. You know, seventy plus years is is uh, what I believe, and that that was dated July eighth, nineteen forty seven. So that was that was that was this, the uh, day after Roswell, correct? Uh, well, now, guys, here, here here's what I put together with that because I I used to live next to an well, still an FBI agent. Um, is that the first set of numbers are always the page numbers in the article, and it's sixty seven pages. The actual right. documents pages long. Where's the fifty one come from? Area fifty one. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good call. Very good call. Yeah, that's possible, so, yeah. You know, and I'm pretty sure that's the day after Roswell because I think July 7th was Roswell. So Roswell, that is two months, three months after birds talking about the, yeah, yeah. the inner earth. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that, Rebecca, in that government document? That there is a lot. <laughs> Where's the other 67 pages? 66. I want to see all of it. Me too. Do you read the very bottom line? Like some of it's faded out, but it says amendum B seven C. The locas are oval shape, flattened length, oval with a heart resonating metal or alloy, not yet known. The front edges contains the controls. So basically, they're driven by a metal reaction. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know. What do they? say about asteroids and everything they have a high metallic content exactly exactly you know and we've hopefully you know and we've already said it but i i don't think at the end of this month that we'll know anything more than what we know right now there'll be another delay right there'll be something else that happens there's gonna be the government is so fucking full of shit now 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 they just said that they're here to help because they're our friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also, uh, Ronald Reagan said in the 80s, some of the most dangerous words you can ever hear is yes. I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. Thank you guys again. Love having you on the show. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything for the audience, but we will be doing some stuff together later on down the road. And we will let the audience know uh, when the time happens, when it does occur. Uh, do you guys want to say anything in closing? Uh, well, this is July 4th episode, right? Yes, this is uh, July 4th. Uh, I'm, and, and, so, so, guys, all you listeners and subscribers out there, on a scale of 1 to America, how free are you tonight? <laughs> there you go. Very good, very good. And uh, um, Rebecca, I actually spoke, so you want to wish him a happy 4th again? Yeah, I do. I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but this has been great, guys. Thank you so much for, you know, giving me another platform to speak on and, you know, being so welcoming and open-minded. And that's what, that's what everybody needs to just do is just be open-minded and lead with light and love. 100% agree with that. And thank you for, thank both of you for being on the show. Uh, fantastic comment. Again, that's the short shit show on TikTok. Absolutely mind blowing material. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No better way to describe it than that. And no. if you come to our lives, which usually happen, uh, after, after bedtime for children, um, yeah, <laughs> I will make appearances there. Well, good. Yeah. Every yeah. once in a while, Chris comes on the lives. You don't. Have, you don't have anything to say about that. I mean, I just gave an epic closing. Okay, I don't know. He did. Yeah, he I did. Mean, you really just nailed it there. Yeah. So. Again, thank you guys very much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. I love love having him on the show. Yeah, they definitely. they ran a lot to the show. Did uh, did was that kind of uh, was that a shock that I don't really like doing the midweek moment? Like 
like that. What do you mean, since the first? Uh, no, no, because I had already knew you didn't like doing it. Because you already told me. Yeah. I don't think it's because you don't like to goof off. I think it's just because you don't like being on camera. That could be. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I think that's what it is. Probably. You know, but our, our listeners also, you know, you give them ear candy every week. Sure. You yeah. know, for once a week in the wintertime for season two, give them some <laughs> eye candy. Give them some stuff to look at. Pup, pup agrees, right, Pup? Pup doesn't know where he's at right yes, now. Yes, yes, he does. And Pup agrees with us. Now, you're actually going to come in again next week and be in the episode with us, correct? Hang out the whole time, right? Yes. No, maybe so. Yes, and we look forward to that, uh, having Puppy in and getting his outlook on some stuff. We don't know what we'll be talking about on next week's show. Um, again, everyone uh, listening to this worldwide, uh, especially those in the United States, happy 4th of July. Um, and uh, before we go, is there anything you want to add? No, I think uh, I think everyone have a good, safe holiday uh, and enjoy the time with your family and friends. And uh, uh, that's it. That's it. Well, I want to say special thanks to Carlin for all the voiceover work. CK Uncle Bill and the rest of the gang at deadpit.com. Justin Perkins of Talk Junkie. Be sure to check out Down on the Holler with Jordan and Brad and Seth's daily podcast on YouTube. Also, don't forget about the Spooky Family podcast. Uh, it is now up and running, and you can find out more information at uh, SpookyFamilyPodcast.com and also again I want to thank Rebecca and Chris Short of the Short Shit Show on TikTok for being here again that'll do it for this week we'll see you next week and until then so long for now later thanks for listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum Tune in next time as we dive deeper into things the government doesn't want us to know.